Journey to Truth podcast is brought to you by Omnia Radiation Balancer. Omnia Radiation Balancer is a device that protects against the microwave radiation that we're bombarded with every day uh, from the cell phone towers, Wi-Fi routers, smart meters, all of it. Uh, Tim Sanders, who we've had on a previous podcast, has developed a solution that negates the threat to our vibrational body from these microwaves. Uh, it's a patch that you apply to any radiating device, such as a phone, laptop, uh, like I said, smart meter, microwave, Wi-Fi routers, all of it. And it's proven to reduce DNA damage, uh, reduce stress, headaches, anxiety. It helps improve blood circulation, immune system function, energy levels, sleep quality. Uh, there's a, a whole laundry list of stuff it does. Uh, for more information and to purchase one of these patches, click the link below at omniaradiationbalancer.com. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Thanks for watching. Boom. Hey, welcome to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we have on Trisha Margus, uh, host of 90 Degree Turn podcast and YouTube channel. She's had on some awesome guests, Corey Good, James Gilliland, Edge of Wonder, so many other amazing people. Uh, she is also co-host of Cosmic Table Talk, which is Spirit Being Alliance YouTube channel. Uh, and I can't wait to hear some more about that and uh, the future of that project. Uh, so we're going to turn it over to you. Thanks for coming on and joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. This is a cool opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were just talking before we started. So this is one of her very few times being interviewed. She's used to being on the other side. So uh, this should be interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if you just want to go into uh, just how you got started and why you wanted to do this 90-degree turn channel and what inspired you okay well um i kind of just grew up in a very like spiritual kind of household so i was quite influenced by that when i was younger because my mom was uh doing uh quantum qhht from dolores right. cannon so i was hearing nice. about past life regression and reptilians maybe when i was like in high school was the first time i really started hearing that kind of stuff Wow. Um, and so I think personally, my own spiritual journey was kind of different because I'd heard about these things from my parents and I was like, I have to go study for my world history exam, which doesn't have anything to do with reptilians. <laughs> so I kind of casted that on its own. I'm like, my parents are doing their own thing. Great. I'm going to do mine. And so I was, I kind of, was, I saw like the secret and I was into like the law of attraction and things of that nature, the subconscious mind. And eventually that kind of grew into me. In college, when I really started to, I guess, like wake up, I would say like when I really started to wake up, because I dove into topics of like GMO foods and the medical industry and the pharmaceutical industry and the food industry and the banking industry. So I kind of really dove into all these really hard hitting like rabbit holes and um, and got into meditation, all these other things. So I was involved and around it for quite a while before I felt kind of like comfortable to speak about it with other people in mass. So the way that 90 degree turn started was a few years prior to the inception of the show, I got really into sacred geometry. And so I was studying a ton, a ton of sacred geometry. I, I read the Drunvalo Melchizedek's Flower of Life books. Yes, so like a was, volume. I was going to ask you if that's how you got the name for your channel. Absolutely. From that book. 
because yeah, they talk about book. that having something to do with the speed of light and or whatever it is. I don't remember, but I read it, that book. It's basically to get into another dimension, right? If you think even yeah. like in 3D terms, right? You have like first dimension, second, third, and those are all different 90 degree angles, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you take it even further to get to another dimension, the theory goes that you take a 90 degree turn. So, so that was like a big, I guess, catalyst in my own, just, I really dove into uh, sacred geometry. And so that was to me like a great topic. So I'm like, why not kind of make a channel that for people who are in the know, they will get the reference and others who, who might not be aware of it, I can simply explain that you're just turning your head, right? A 90 degree turn to look at a different perspective. Sure. So kind of like a two part thing there. So um, to go back to your question then, so I had started the channel because I finally felt confident enough that I have learned a lot and I think I'm always a student, there's always more to learn, but I finally wanna like kind of be like a lighthouse to others and show like, look, like there's someone in Chicago, like in the Midwest, not everyone's only in California and the West Coast, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I want to be a lighthouse for others to be okay, like there's other people here. And, and I guess I was really just letting go of being scared of what my friends would think and everything. That was like the big catalyst for me because I was terrified that I'd lose all my friends. And most of them stayed, which is cool. You know, so I think that's a big fear for all of us doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that was the the start of the channel. And so I had gone to East study that, that same year in 2018. Um, I think that was like my second time there. And I just thought, you know what? I see a lot of people doing um cool things and I wanna try it out. So I went out there uh later that year again and started interviewing people and James was on and uh, Peter uh, Maxwell Slatterly was they were one of the first two guests on the show nice. so they helped like kind of helped me get out there um, and really like I interviewed like five people like at that entire week I was there and it kind of really got me into the, like the groove of okay like I guess I'm doing this now yeah. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> that's, that's, that, awesome. that's super cool because prior to that did they know they didn't know who you were correct I mean they knew I'd, I'd visited a few times okay. but um like i i, I knew james because i went to the summer conference but i didn't know who peter was until i was there and he happened to be there too so we got to talking that's really cool because i i was watching i watch her channel i'm like she does a lot of interviews in person how does she is she always traveling or what but you just knocked them all out in one weekend essentially yeah i was i was there for like a like a week week and a half or so and and there were a lot of people that live in that general washington southern washington area so i just they all happened to be on the ranch that time. So I'm like, well, what, what a better opportunity. Cause I wasn't planning on going there to interview. I was just planning to take like a week long, like a vacation from my work, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and then I, I started talking cause I had this idea that like I wanted to create like a podcast and I had this like little post-it note of people that I had wanted to interview. But at that time I didn't know how that was going to happen. Like, like at all. I just knew, okay, eventually I want to do something like this. It'll unfold. <laughs> and Lo and behold, it, it kind of just happened like a few months later. Yeah, we, so. can, we can relate with that. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. It, it's just manifesting. And if, and if yeah. it's like, and you know, it's you're in alignment with your mission when it just falls in your lap like that, you don't really try it just like there all of a sudden. You exactly, just, exactly. Yeah. It, it literally just kind of happened. And I'm like, okay, this is great. This is exactly what I've been wanting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's here. So, okay, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And congratulations. You're, you're you. so successful. How long have you actually been a channel or a podcast now? Um, so I it's like I think I made the actual YouTube channel on August 8, 2018. So 8 8 2018. Wow. But the idea I guess really started in like the month prior, like in July. 
Okay. And so, yeah, that, that was really it. Like July, 2018 was yeah. like the idea came to me and then, then I just continued on with it. So that's, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I remember first coming across the channel. I was like, it seemed like such a, like a big channel. I was like, I've never even heard of this girl, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I've, I've since followed you and then now you're co-hosting cosmic, uh, table talk, which is yeah, yeah. really cool. I know you guys have only done a few episodes, but I think that's awesome. The, the, just the whole premise of that is very cool. Thank you. Yeah. So the way that started was um, I had the opportunity to interview Corey um, and then I was just thinking of different ideas of what what the community really needs. Right. So there's a lot of people like us who have our own channels and we are able to reach a lot of different people. Right. Just by being ourselves and talking to other people, you know, and you guys will reach a different a different audience than I might and someone else, you know, which is great because we spread the information everywhere. Yeah. But then I was thinking of like what else is out there that may that that the community doesn't really have and so I got inspired by um Will Smith he has a his family has a show on Facebook oh, oh it's yeah. kind of like a community feel uh I forget what it's called right now I can't think of it at the moment but basically the concept is that you get people to come on and you kind of have a community feel and talk and have a discussion so similar to just doing interviews but on top of it we want to involve the community so that concept kind of came through that we would have a variety of different co-hosts and on top of that we'd have like a weekly segment or topic we talk about um, and we'd have guests on that would be able to showcase their talent knowledge ability and we'd have a discussion you know so for example, like the previous episode was about censorship. So we had the Edge of Wonder guys on, mm -hmm. um, and that was really great. And we also had another guy named uh, Shem. And so he has a channel yeah. called Discerning the Mystery. So they were both attacked by it with censorship. As I feel like we all t have some sort of censorship going on, oh, but yeah. they were on a much larger scale where they could just be like, here are, is our data, this is what's happening. You yeah. know, so good, important topics that definitely the community I think needs to hear um, and it's a slightly different format that we're all used to, you know? Yeah. And everybody gets a chance to, uh, it, it seems like it just all melts together so perfectly. Like everybody gets their time to talk, you know, no one's over talking to each other. It's done. It's done well. It's done. Thank well. you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You appreciate yeah. that. There's, there's a good amount of work that definitely goes into it. So yeah I, appreciate I, I like how you pull each person on like separately and like or when you have a guest and stuff mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's definitely some planning i, I yeah I, oh certainly yeah. i wish you so flawless that it would just happen but you know <laughs> not yeah. there yet <laughs> you know the only way to actually do that is to all be together in a studio like we're gonna have yeah. difficulties when we're connecting across the nation like that you know? yeah. It, yeah it's yeah. just a matter of figuring yeah. it out and making it work, you know? Yeah. So you grew up in a spiritual family. That's mm -hmm. amazing because I don't know hardly anyone, especially in that generation that grew up already understanding this stuff. So you came into it at a really young age. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really, really blessed. Um, cause I also haven't met other people who, who have parents <laughs> who are awake. Uh, maybe like once, once in a while you'll find someone with like one parent awake or something, which is great um you'll yeah. find like someone here and there but like to have both parents that were talking about like reptilians and stuff like when i was like 14 15 in high school like i don't think yeah. that's the norm by any means <laughs> yeah it's not no no <laughs> well, not in the midwest at least especially oh yeah 
yeah, 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 definitely not in the Midwest. So yeah. yeah, it's a really, really great opportunity, I'd say. And, and it was a nice resource, honestly, growing up, because once I started waking up, I, I didn't like have friends who were into this stuff, right? So I could kind of go to my family as like a resource, which, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing to be able to be like, hey, I heard about this. Do you guys know about this? And we'll like learn from each other, you know? Um, yeah. One of, would you guys have any books that like were really like big catalysts for your own like awakening? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Bringers of the Dawn was a big one for me. Um, David Wilcox's books were big, and then yeah. some Dol Dolores Cannon books. You yeah. actually mentioned yeah. your mom at QHHC. Yeah. Uh, she was one of my early, like, YouTube people, and uh, I bought um, Three Ways of Volunteers and Convoluted Universe, book one. I've only oh, yeah, read cool. book one. I want to go through the rest of them now. But, yeah. She's actually from St. Louis, believe yeah. it or not. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought she was from like Arkansas or she something. She moved to Arkansas later later on, but she lived here for most of her life. And what's really cool about cool. that, what's yeah. really cool about that is a, a woman, uh, her name is Dana Simpson. I'm sure she won't mind me giving her a shout out. She does uh, the same work Dolores did, and she was trained personally by Dolores Cannon. And it's nice. only five minutes away from my house. So I've, I've, done, awesome. I've done a past life regression with her and did the whole, the whole thing. And, uh it's so it's so amazing to have someone be in contact with someone who was physically trained and knew Dolores Cannon that's mm -hmm. amazing mm -hmm. that, yeah that's really my, special yeah my mom was trained by Dolores herself too way oh, like wow. 10 years ago that oh. that's how I I had not I had no idea about past life regression until my mom went in for a session and then she came back and she had this uh, uh like a, literally like a tape <laughs> and then we put it in the boom box and we'd listen to it boom and it, I was like just blown away because you know when like your family talks about certain stories or certain dreams they've always had and they don't understand like why they've had them right and then you kind of go in this in this particular story that my mom was saying it directly correlated with a past life that she'd had and it connected a lot of different family members and experiences in this life it was just oh man it was so cool it blew my mind as a kid even now I mean I think past life regression is such a amazing like tool you know, it's, yeah. especially if you know how to be able to guide the person and to find out like those really important answers that they've been searching for, yeah. you know, for who knows how many lifetimes, like it's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what's also incredible is that you refer to it as a boom box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I used to call it. The boom box. It was like, yeah, it's like you can play the radio, yeah. you have the tape and the CD boom box. Yeah. I, just, I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> I need yeah. probably yeah. Oh man, we need to bring the good that. old days. Gotta bring it back. We need to sell a journey to truth boombox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Let's With do a it. 90 degree turn button that flips the tape. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be pretty bad. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh man, uh, I was gonna I was gonna piggyback off of what we were talking about. Um, oh, so. Yeah, I, I came up, you were talking about books. Mm -hmm. um, the, also, The Flower of Life. The, that yeah. book was one of the first, uh, uh, but the very first was a Dolores Cannon book. Before I even knew who she was, I just picked it up off the shelf randomly. And, uh, but The Flower of Life was so, that was a big one for me. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I definitely agree. Have you guys ever read Conversations with God? I know about it, but no. I haven't read it yet. That one, that one was well, a really big one Walsh. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That one was a, a really big one for me because 
I remember my dad had suggested to read it and I had a problem reading that book at first because I'm like, oh, it's about God. And I was just like, I don't want to read anything about God because I correlated with religion. Yes. Oh, I, I, I can Incredible. totally relate to that because when I when I'd first gone to Iseti, um, it was like my senior year of college. And my so my dad was going there for like a, some con, some a workshop. And so it was like some long weekend. He's like, do you want to go to Washington? And I'm like, yeah. I've never been out there. It'd be cool. So I had, I had, I didn't look this place up. I just went with him. And so that was actually the first place I also went to that. I'm like, wait, there's other people. Like, it's not yeah. just me and my parents. Like there's others and they know more and they, there's so much we can talk about. Like, I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember coming back that weekend back to college and I was like, oh my gosh, like my world has completely changed because there's others because I, I don't know why but it just I didn't know anyone else that was like that in in school and then like the fact yeah. that you can find a place that people go for workshops and they're like in the know like yeah yeah oh, blew my mind well, and I like obviously I knew there had to be other people into this but like I'm like are there are, are there going to be <laughs> yeah. anyone my age or like am I are there going to be like weirdos am I going to be able to connect with anyone like I didn't know I just had to like start going to conferences and um 2017 was the year I kind of decided that I wanted to go to East that year actually and the next year but I wasn't able to and then I ended up going to contact in the desert the next year okay that's was, a large one right yeah that's... yeah which is huge but that was really expensive so I went to that and then the dimensions of disclosure that year in Colorado okay. Um, nice. and I wanted to go to Yeseti, but I couldn't afford another conference. So I was like, I mean, you got to make the rounds of doing the ones that like you, you see fit, you know? Yeah. So if I would have went to Yeseti that year, I, I might've met you. There, yeah. Actually. That yeah. Year. yeah the, when I was first there, it was, what year was this? Like 2015. And oh, then really? I, yeah. And then I had to go back till 2018. Oh, so so it was a little, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like I said, I did, that was like the first time that I realized there were others and I met other people, you know, that were yeah. like in the know, but I didn't know what to do with that information. I'm like, okay, this is amazing. I'm going to yeah. keep on growing. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was studying advertising at the time and then I went off to New York and did the corporate ad world. So I, I was still kind of doing spiritual stuff with, uh, by reading Drunvalo's books and sacred geometry and learning about Dolores and stuff. But I was kind of kind of trying to juggle like a regular day life and spirituality and kind of grow in that realm, you know, in both yeah. realms, actually, you yeah. know, and what's really, what's really cool is that a lot of people, we, we get geared up to go to a conference. We know what we're getting into. You had no idea. You're just like showing up at East SETI with yeah. no idea where you're ending up. And that, that's, what's cool about it. That's what's, that's what's yeah. cool because you, it just like, it was a surprise. It was a shock, a surprise to you. It was a complete shock. Yeah, yeah uh, it was a complete shock. That's a little different because you you know you're only going to a conference because you know about the conference. So yeah, yeah, most people, yeah. And like I said, like my dad was like, "Hey, do you want to go to a workshop?" I'm like, "Okay, okay." Like I didn't even ask. I was like, "Okay, fine. Like I'll go. I'll go to Washington." Yeah. I'd always I've heard beautiful things about the state, you know. And then, like I said, like yeah, my mind was blown, and I found that there's other people. And eventually, I came back and found that this is like something that I mean you guys have been to study it's a beautiful place you know like yeah, it's there, the people everyone's like working on some kind of cool project you know it's cool did you uh did yeah, you have yeah. did you happen to have any um any ET or Sasquatch experiences out there yeah yeah I mean definitely we've all seen the the shot flying ships I mean like a, on a more of a personal on a more level. personal yeah yeah I had this really weird um like I guess it's a it's a Bigfoot experience 
I didn't physically see Bigfoot, but so, okay, I was, I, I said that I was there for like a week and a half or something back in 2018, right? For like a little bit of a longer stay. And so one morning I got up as the sun was rising and I was going to the restrooms to get ready for the day. And I had, I, I was walking right and out of nowhere, I heard these really large, like, like heavy footsteps, like, goom, 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 goom. And, and it's as if it was maybe like 10 or 15 feet in front of me. And I, it was kind of still like not, the sun wasn't up yet. So it was kind of like in between darkness and light. I don't know what, what, that, what that's called, like dawn. Dusk, dusk or dawn, dusk. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I hear these giant footsteps, like kind of as, it's as if it's running towards me 15 feet away, but I'm like, there's nothing there. And so I'm like, okay, that was really weird. And I'm just going to go on with my day. And I had remembered that the night before, I remember thinking, oh, I'd love to see uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, but I don't want to be scared. I'm like, my only condition is it has to not be in the middle of the night. And so when I started talking to other people that were in Eddie Seti at the time, I told them that I heard these really strange, like really heavy footsteps, but there was nothing in front of me. And they're like, oh, that definitely could have been like a Bigfoot. So, I mean, that's the only explanation I could have that it, cause they're known to be like fourth dimensional beings, right? That can phase into third. Mm. So that would make sense that I can't physically see them, but I can hear their steps. Correct. Yeah. At that point, those running steps, those. So that's like my most, I guess, interesting encounter with them is just hearing giant footsteps run towards me and then just phase away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that kind of happened to, uh, that happened to me also. Yeah. Out yeah the, out of these city same i actually like every day i had something going on out there but the footsteps yeah. uh i heard a like a howl or a roar or a grunt i don't know yeah what there's but also weird noises I, I there's some that. weird noises out there that are not like cattle yeah, <laughs> or oh, coyotes. No. yeah exactly it's, yeah. it's weird you got a rock thrown at them and there was no one there that was it was right when he asked was that it was right when he asked for confirmation of the the previous yeah encounter I, and a rock I, came and hit him in the leg yeah we had some stuff happen the night before and i went to the med or the medicine wheel out there or mm-hmm. whatever and i did a meditation by the sasquatch area and i wanted i just wanted some type of confirmation and i went walked to the car and on the way back there's a tree line and there's nothing over there and i got hit in the thigh with a pebble it didn't hurt but it was like a friend friendly toss to like but yeah. it was just yeah it was like, like nudging you like it yeah, was real <laughs> yeah, around, yeah. there's no one around that could have thrown it so i knew you like you, you know you kind of know uh, mm-hmm. well then he yeah, told james sense. i think and he's like oh yeah they love throwing rocks they yeah. do that all the time yeah 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 right and then you start talking to the people they're like oh that's normal like oh okay like i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess i just was unaware <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. um so let's talk about some of the guests that you've had on uh because I know just from doing this, like it's so cool because we get to learn so much every week talking to these people. Like, is there any like specific information or guests that you've had to have just like stood out? Like even, even you learned something like that you didn't know. Oh man. I feel like I've learned something from every single person that's come on. (laughs) Um, Like truly like as I think my favorite, one of my favorite episodes um, was with uh, John Vivanco. Oh. Um, oh, nice. He he does remote viewing, and I think yeah, that specifically awesome. it it was very resonating with me because I had just finished his workshop, and so to be able to relay the information that I learned from remote viewing because I also jumped into that blind where I'm like I I don't know what remote viewing is, but I'll try this out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just kind of jumped into it, and so I had a I didn't really have any preconceived notions of what it was. 
Um, I thought maybe if anything, it was like astral projecting, which is not. <laughs> um, so interviewing him to hear his whole experience about how he got into it and what it really was and being able to share my own. I think that was, I think, one of my most favorite episodes. But I mean, oh, man, I've had I've had such a blessing to have all these really cool people on. Um, goodness. I, I mean, I've learned I'm doing like a hypnosis mini series right now. Yeah, I've seen that. So that's that's been like really fun for me. Yeah, you had Alba Weinman. On. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had Alba Weinman on and I'm going to be uploading other uh, episodes soon with um, a different man named Antonio Sanjo who does hypnosis as well, but he kind of focuses on a different type of territory of hypnosis, more like soul oh, yeah. fragmentation and things like that. Oh, so yeah, yeah. different types versus spiritual evolution. So yeah, I think that those are really, that was like a really interesting one recently that I just didn't know a lot about soul fragmentation. Like I knew if there's severe trauma, your soul can fragment, but how do you get those pieces back together? That's something where I'm like, wow, this is, I just don't know. I don't know. This is something that's really yeah. different and interesting to me, you know? So well, tell us about it. We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's basically a process where you have to go back and feel through all those feelings, mm -hmm. right? That wherever the trauma happened, you have like, like anything in, even in 3d, if you want to kind of heal through things, you have to go through it versus put it under the rug. Right. So a, a component of it from my understanding is that you have to kind of go back into whatever life was where or whatever scenario caused the soul fragmentation. And then there's a different process, but I'm not privy to that information yet. Sure, sure. So, yeah. yeah, there's so many different practices. There's a lot of different modalities. That, that's, what's, that's, what, that's what I think is really cool because you can that you can do like the rife machine, you can eat well, you could, there's so many different ways to heal depending on what is needed for you specifically, you know, Yeah. which is what I think is, is incredible because some people may really resonate with hypnosis and others might, might not, you know, so then they can try other, there's so many other methods and techniques and things. It doesn't mean that none of them work. It just, you have to find out what resonates with literally your frequency, yeah. you know? Yeah. And with what your needs are mm -hmm. that's the same with any anything like even just mm -hmm. phys physically working out i i used to work out a lot when i was younger and and there would be so many people to tell you oh you you gotta be doing this you gotta be doing this this is the mm -hmm. way to do it but it's like no that works for you you know mm -hmm. it's because it works for you it doesn't work for me i like diets or same with the diet yeah tell you yeah. like a diet that everyone should do and it's like no everyone's different yeah. everyone's body needs yeah needs exactly exactly, yeah. exactly. it's Completely agree. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like uh, the and like vaccines, they're telling us <laughs> yeah. we all need a vaccine. Yeah, well, Everyone needs it. Yeah. And if, it, <laughs> if they all work, we all need one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, so I'm gonna shift gears a little bit uh, and jump into some current events. And I was kind of curious, like, are do you have do you follow Q at all? I know you know. I know about Q. I'm not, I don't follow like every single post that happens. Um, but I, I do believe in the power of Q and, <laughs> the, and the force that is awakening the masses truly. Yeah. 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 And that it's a real, I, I, I think it's absolutely it's a real thing. Dude in his basement. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's a truly, uh, in my opinion, it's a benevolent organization. Well, I'm wearing yeah. a shirt, so it has yeah, and I, I yeah. see it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> better say you believe yeah. in. No, no, I, I really do think it's it's a benevolent uh, force, truly. Yeah, 
the more and more I get involved in it, the, more, the more I honestly think there's some type of extraterrestrial. I was force. just gonna say, oh, that. <laughs> like I think there's some benevolent ET involvement. There, yeah. you there's or, so many sure. synchronicities and just personal things that happen in my life that that somehow tie in the queue when it shouldn't. And I think they're just trying to let you know, like this is there's a greater power behind this. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, remember James Gilland said before Q ever came out. Yeah, months before he came out. Uh, he was getting because he talks like Pleiadians and and other beings, like telepathically. And he said they were they kept telling him Q. They just were giving him Q, and he didn't know what that meant. <laughs> it's like oh, okay. he's like, what is Q? What does this mean? And he said he thought it meant Quan Yin or he's like yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like one of like, the other beings. Are you saying Q, the character from Star Trek? Like <laughs> like what does that mean though? Yeah, and he's like Q. He's like I kept getting it over and over Q Q. And he's like I didn't know what it meant. And I. I kept asking him, they wouldn't tell me. And then he said, a few months later, Q comes out, making <laughs> all these posts, and he's like, oh, yeah, there it is. So that's kind of cool. So right? that was a cool confirmation. Yeah. yeah. Right that's off the bat, he knew, okay, so this is legit. You know? Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and, you know, every, anyone can take that for what it is, but I think that's huge. Like I said. think that's huge because I know oh, James. I, it's, I mean, if you know James, then you like, yeah. you know he's legit and he's not making up stuff. No, he's a very genuine person. So yeah, I mean, he's no I reason. Mean, if you to just, if you've been to East Eddie, you should yeah. know. You should know that. And a genuine sense um, of humor. Then, then yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was then, cracking you know, up. <laughs> him saying that kind of gives it a lot of a lot of weight, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Recently, though, with Q, I know that. Um, so there's this woman I had met met here in chicago at a q meetup and yeah. uh she got cued like she was posted on q um really? they said that yeah yeah i'm trying to think of her name what is her twitter name let, let me look it up right now so you guys sure. yeah, can it. check her out she does these really cool things where um she will uh post banners these giant banners above a really um popular uh highway that leads into the city and it'll say all like like whether let's say one week is about media, right? And she'll hashtag like media you know corruption. I saw something and, on shared on Facebook that it said it was in Chicago. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that was, that yeah, was this weird. is her, this is her. Yeah, She's yeah, like yeah, the I woman that. That, that, that posts all this stuff. And if people are like into it, they'll honk or something. And she'll take photos of people honking and smiling as they're driving by these giant like truth blasts across that's, the highway. Awesome. It's very cool. Yeah. Here, let me get her uh, Twitter here. So you guys can your viewers can check her out. Oh, let's see. Okay. We, we actually, a guest we had on recently got cued. Um, yeah? Yeah. Oh, tell well, me more. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had this, this uh, girl named Anna on that. She is in Finland. Actually, she's Finnish. Okay. And she went to a Q meetup in Finland and Q uh, posted a link to a photo, Twitter, a photo that somebody uploaded on Twitter of their meetup and the picture of them. She's in the picture. She was, oh, that's and cool. it got huge. It was like huge too. Yeah. It was like yeah. Uh, yeah. She 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 actually messaged me. She's like, oh my god. Yeah, she messaged this. both of us. She's like, oh my god, I got cute. That's oh, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's really. Awesome. And we had she's just like, had her on like a couple weeks before that. Perfect. Look at yeah, that synchronicity, so like, right? It all. Yeah, we up. were like, what? That's awesome. Absolutely. That's yeah. really cool. So this lady, her name um on on Twitter, it's called the People's Bridge. I'll show you if you guys can check it out here. We could see that there's a glare on this bridge. So that's um, her handle is called Whales Warrior, like the animal, like 
the whale like, that lives underwater. So definitely worth checking out. She has incredible posts and definitely a warrior for truth and Q. She's nice. a really, really badass, badass woman. <laughs> awesome. Maybe we'll get her on the show sometime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. That, that's, in, that's, I think I've seen some of her pictures, but that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's there very often. Like I actually really want to go like to the bridge one one day like this, like in a weekend or something, you know, Do an just interview with her on the bridge. On the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually what I was thinking. Like that'd be really, that'd be really cool. Like yeah. what a cool opportunity, you know, cause cool. I mean in Chicago, I don't know how it is in St. Louis, but I mean, I feel like there's, there's pockets of awakened, like, go getting oh yeah warriors yeah. oh yeah but we're just not nearly as loud as other no other no. <laughs> it's, no it's understandable i mean there there's there's everything in st louis if you search and find it basically yeah. i've realized yeah. like it's just not as big and as in you know other. well it's like there's, i just there's every community though if you look look enough you'll find mm. well, that, that's with everything i just found that's out the other day there was a uh P pg PDGA, Pro Disc Golf Association. <laughs> it's like it's like my brother's like, into disc golf. Pre, yeah, like PGA, but disc golf, but then it's yeah. massive. I'm like, this is like thousands of hundreds of thousands of people worldwide, and it's just huge. It's like an thing. association of yeah. And I had golf. never heard of it, <laughs> and and made it really made me think of like this is the same type of situation we're seeing with this awakening information, this disclosure information. Uh, it, it seems so big and so many people, but there's some people out there who've just never been. Oh yeah, you you'll say any of this stuff, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like yeah. we had Jason quit on not too long ago, and he was he was saying this. He's like, he's like, yeah. I mean, you talk to 20 people on the street, and probably none or maybe one of them will have any idea what you're talking about mm -hmm. yeah. any of this mm -hmm. stuff. So it's like it's it's growing and it's getting out there, you know. But well, I feel like the. Uh, Q and like truther that community is a lot bigger than like the general kind of ufo disclosure or like mm -hmm. spiritual even well yeah. then the spiritual community is yeah. like a separate thing and then like we're in like the overlap of those two i feel sure. like yeah like we're like the conjunction uh, of like both yeah. streets, right like I, I definitely of, there's a lot of spiritual new age people that are not into any ufo et stuff yeah. like you especially anything they consider it's too conspiratorial yeah conspiratorial or right wing or whatever you know because yeah. i know a lot of people like that and then and you try to talk to them about q or or even ets or ufos or anything like that and they're like what i i but, have noticed that where where sometimes you'll find groups that you think could be like super spiritual and you're like oh maybe this is like the doorway to everything right but then you're like oh okay that's okay like that's good that they're focusing on like law of attraction and crystals yeah. and all this stuff it's good as long as you don't get caught you up know? in that um because i i do think there's like certain beliefs that get propagated in those communities that are misleading and false and uh take you down the wrong path like Whereas you only focus on love and light and you, you like, yes. if I look at anything that's negative, I'm creating it and I'm perpetuating it. So I have to just ignore everything, yeah. all the bad. Yeah. Negative yeah. That kind of creates the whole ignorance bliss scenario. Yeah. Which also it's a total, like, that's a twisting of that teaching. Mm -hmm. And it's, but that's unfortunately very prevalent in the new age community. And James speaks out on that all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it's, it's true. Good. Really not doing anything good. No, no. It's, <laughs> you know, it's perpetuating what is already exactly yeah. and that's how evil thrives is when everyone wants to stick their head in the sand and ignore it and mm -hmm. but i i don't know about you guys but i feel like this is like the best time to be alive 
Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm so happy. It's, it's, it is such a good time. That's like an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, we're in the most incredible time on this planet, in my, in my personal opinion. I agree. In the it's, history it's, of the planet. We're so lucky to be here <laughs> yeah. right now and doing what we both do. Like, you guys do interviews. I, we get to spread this light and spread this truth to people, you know. And it's, I just think it's such a gift that we can do all this and enjoy and have a good time while we're doing it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I used to think the best time to be alive would be when the pyramids were being built because I always wanted to know. Or, or Atlantis or <laughs> yeah. some ancient civilization <laughs> yeah. that was amazing. But, it's cool which, too, though. Granted, those would have been amazing to, yeah, and I'm sure we, many of us have had past lives in those civilizations. But I think it's so cool that, like, we're in a time right now where, like, we've been in this long stretch of, like, this age of ignorance and oppression and everything else. And we're right at the point where we're all like the world's waking up and they're um, like the ascension's happening. It's happening right now. We're literally getting to witness the destruction of the old and the, the cabal. It's crumbling and, uh, the old right guard. in front of Yeah. Us. Yeah. And the old systems and everything else and seeing the new like bud up out of that. And we're literally like alive to witness it and be a part of it firsthand, yeah. and, like participate. And it's incredible. And we all, when it comes down to is we all signed up to be here at this time. Yeah. And when, yeah. but see a lot of people i think we say that but they don't realize that we actually like no physically <laughs> we literally incarnated at this yeah. time like we raised what? our hands and we came down here yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what we'd like to do yeah our seeds yeah and, that, and that's and yeah that's that takes a lot that takes a lot of awakening to get to that point to realize that that's actually what's happening yeah and a lot of courage yeah. too because i feel there are a lot of people that are waking up now but like, like I was scared for a long time to like talk about this in mass. Like it just was truly a, a, in a big fear of mine internally. And thank goodness I'm over it now. But I mean, it takes courage, not just to learn about this stuff and open your own eyes, but mm -hmm. to then really be like, okay, let's share, let's talk, let's have these conversations that some people will be okay with and others might just shut you out right away. You know, oh, yeah. it's and gonna come to the yeah. territory. And now look at you now. You're out here <laughs> yeah. doing this. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> right off the bat, you started off with the, some of the biggest names you could have hoped for, you know. Yeah, yeah truly. I mean, it was just such a, like I said, it was yeah. just how a did, blessing uh, that it all happened. <laughs> did you message Corey or did he message you or like, how did you? Oh, how that, that happened? Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, so uh, I uh, spoke with him at Isedi at the uh, in 29 this past oh, summer the, yeah the one we were at because yeah. he was there yeah yeah um i had met him prior uh once before um but yeah i just i spoke with him and he was down for it so nice it, yeah. it worked out that's really you know? amazing yeah, yeah you have a very welcoming face and voice so i'm sure he was glad to do it <laughs> oh thank you thank yeah. you i appreciate that yeah i was a bit nervous to interview him because he's He's quite popular. Yeah, he's a big sure. <laughs> you know, he's but it, Earth, though. That's the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I I was yeah. That was really nice. I feel like a lot of people in the community are very down to earth. You know, like because you just you're we're regular people. We just happen to also have a passion to speak yeah. the truth and to and, share it. And some of you know <laughs> just gotten out there more bigger than others. And like, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Just because I feel like follower count, especially like in society now, everyone's like, oh, how many followers do you have? Like. It's a big yeah. deal for like social currency, right? Yeah. But, I mean, but, well, I think your message matters more. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're in a genuine community that doesn't 
most of us at least don't care about that kind of stuff. We just want to get this yeah. information out there exactly. and, and to grow this community and, and uh, help but with we, that. But we still get pissed when we get censored. But we, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't oh, yeah. change that. Yeah. 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 It just limits the opportunity to share the information. Yeah, you know? it's like you don't yeah. want the followers, but when you watch them go backwards, it's like, come on now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a little bit of that with our with our channel, but we're a smaller, so we don't get the heavy stuff, but we still okay. have them. But uh, did you see to just today, uh, Cosmic Secret got censored on Facebook? Their, no. their ad that they were running. Really? Uh, Facebook shut it down. Yeah. They gave them like a BS reason excuse for it yeah that doesn't not facebook is becoming an entirely different entity than its original um way of how i feel like everyday people used it like it's it's its own yeah thing. it's becoming something else it has its own consciousness yeah when you understand what facebook really is and who's behind it it everything makes sense is it surprising it's you a know. it's a darpa created um program to collect data on everyone and and yeah and the people will fill it out themselves with joy you know yeah yeah i, I did when i made the account long ago like i thought this was the coolest thing <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know we all probably thought that you're yeah. just collecting everyone's data and what, yeah what's facial in, recognition database. what's interesting is when it first started it, you had to be a member of, you had to be uh, a member of a college you had to be yeah mm -hmm. my brother had before i did when it was still yeah a college so thing. if you weren't if you weren't at, uh, going to school or the university, you couldn't start a Facebook page, or you could just lie and say you were yeah. like I did. My brother was <laughs> my brother was showing it to me when it was still that, and I couldn't do it. He's like, "Look how cool is Facebook!" And I was like, oh. and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! Like, can I do?" It? He's like, "No, you have to be at a college. You have to have an education, <laughs> yeah. bro." Yeah. Yeah. I think I was, that was when MySpace was first taken off. Yeah. Too. I think I just got that. Uh, I didn't care. MySpace, oh, days. MySpace, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh man. So, uh, any, any other like exciting future plans you have for your channel or are you going to, do you have any, like, yeah, I, I can share some things that I'm, I'm, uh, looking forward to. So, uh, right now I'm looking forward to, uh, expanding the channel to Spotify and, um, iTunes into other like more podcast platforms. Yeah, like us. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people have asked me, kind of how you guys said people were asking about video for you. Yeah. A lot of people have asked me to just do audio, like while they're driving in the car. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I could do that. Like I already put up the video. I could just put the audio and put it on yeah. Spotify. So that's something new that I'm looking forward to get done uh, for the new year, for 2020. Cool. Um, so that's like the next big thing is trying to just put it on a, a more podcasting platform uh, so you can listen to it on like on the go. Um, and then I've got a, a good number of interviews lining up. And I also want to kind of create a new segment called like Trisha's Talks. Um, that'll still be hosted on 90 Degree Turns uh, YouTube channel, but it'll be more of like um, a different series where I'll be able to just talk uh, about whatever topic I feel like uh that that i think the community needs or that can maybe something i'm going through or other people are going through and i want to kind of share my thoughts on it so um it's still going to very much revolve around 90 degree turns uh cosmic table talk will continue to produce more content we actually have a um we're recording this week for the third episode so it's still very young in its um phase of growth you know but we're yeah. gonna definitely continue there and we'll see what 2020 brings though i am very excited for it like <laughs> yeah you know? so it's gonna be an incredible year oh my gosh so it's 
if 2019, if it can even match 2019, I'd be happy. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure with the 2020 it's, Clear Vision, it's going to be like good. low 2019. We're going to have so much stuff to talk about as far as what's happening, the disclosure wise, and and everything being exposed. We're going to so much yeah. stuff is going to come to light. I feel like this year it's going to be amazing for us content uh, provide. What am I trying to say? <laughs> content providers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think creators. Yeah, it's, there we go. It's yeah, going to be a good time though, for sure. <laughs> No, content creators, yeah. But it's going to be great because it's going to be so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really... Yeah. I mean, as if 2019 wasn't like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Laying the base. It's going to be even more so. Yeah. So do you, uh, do you plan on hitting up any conferences and like... Uh, in 2020 yeah yeah um i i was really like you said it so i think i'll definitely uh, I'm, I'm i'm hoping that yeah i can be there in uh, their fourth of july conference um and as for other conferences i don't know i don't have any word on any other official ones i do tend to go to the ones that are more like smaller and more independent yeah, um, yeah. although i've heard great things of like about contact in the desert and all these other really big ones yeah it's cool to experience once, but it's honestly, it's not my thing personally. And it's really, it's expensive, especially if you're flying there and back. It's cool that many people are interested in it, but it's, you don't get that same family connection. And yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what I look for though, is when yeah. I go to coverages, I want to be able to like hang out with people and talk with them and like feel like you're just kind of yeah. just chilling, you well, know, like having a good time together. Contact used to be at a different venue. And, and from what I hear, people say that was a more a little bit more like that feel because it was Community. like outdoors it's a different vibe when when it's yeah. inside of a building that's for sure like yeah. it feels more like you're at a like a stuffy conference yeah like, exactly i don't know and, and the energy it's just it's it's different it was there was like so there were like three or four thousand people i don't know like thousands that's, of people there that's a ton of people so you're just walking through like a sea of people the whole time and it was it was a little overwhelming honestly because of that but it was cool. Like I'm glad I got to experience a massive conference once to see what it was like. And yeah, and yeah, now you know you're pursuing. <laughs> yeah, because because I'd already been to the small ones before that. I'm like, this is it right here. This is what I love because it's like an intimate. Yeah, it's like you really feel like it's a community. Are you guys exactly. planning to go back to Useti anytime soon? Yes, I'm definitely going next year. Okay, well, for sure. Yeah, we got we have to figure out because we want to go together and like do the podcast. I'm like, gonna make Tyler the podcast. Go. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna we plan on hitting up a couple conferences for sure. Um, Great dimensions if they do it again, which they're planning on doing it again yeah. next year. Yeah, I think they're gonna do it again. I don't know oh, where yet. They've been changing the location every year, so that's the only thing. It's like we don't know where. That's cool be, though. So. Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that conference a lot too. That one was nice, like because you got to have like I, this is the first time I was there was this year, and so you had like the beach right nearby, right? And it was in a hotel, but you could have that space to breathe you know yeah. and kind of like disconnect and then go back and be like okay let's talk and chat yeah that the cool that conference it's had a completely different feel every single every single year nice and so yeah it's grown like every year but that first year was my by far my favorite the colorado one was also awesome yeah but i hope yeah. they go back to more of an outdoors thing kind of next year where it's more we're more out in nature rather than a hotel yeah, i think that'd I'm be hoping. wonderful because that's, that's my favorite that's, we gotta send a, submit them like a little suggestion box or something like yeah. that <laughs> yeah yeah well i've been talking to kaylin because i know she helps with the event every year i've been putting that in here i'm like outdoors like nature yeah, yeah. it's better because people connect with that not you know you're in a hotel with like wi-fi and yeah also all that. Mm -hmm. that. i don't know uh uh, yeah, it's just something about the being out in nature. It just yeah. it makes it so much more magical and like 
just connected connected i yeah. don't know i feel like we all come from nature you know what i mean yeah. so being there just i think the information resonates in a different way mm-hmm. and camping who i don't know i love camping so to me if i can just go camping and be at yeah. an event it's like say yeah <laughs> yeah you know amazing exactly yeah yeah uh i guess we'll start wrapping it up um okay unless, unless you have anything else that you want to touch on or tell us about uh I mean, I, I'm open to whatever, whatever you guys want to talk about. I feel like we've covered a lot of different interesting topics. That's for sure. Um, what, I don't know if you guys, are you familiar with the the report that came out yesterday or not yesterday? No, on Monday on uh, the ninth. Yeah. It was was the IG report. Oh, the IG IG report. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah. And then that was yesterday, right? So the Q, and then the Q drop said like it was first, and, and it's like coming out in order the IG report, then the um, God, I forgot Pfizer, the Pfizer, it's tomorrow, right? And then the uh, indictments, I forgot the order, yeah, like, yeah, the there's a whole order, order. Yeah. yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. I didn't, and that, no, I haven't actually looked into it or any of it, so I, yeah. I've just seen kind of like what people are saying, and like I saw, I watched Jordan say through a couple of his videos. Yeah. And, uh, I, I haven't had too much time to dig into it that much at all either, but I think it's I'll, important to mention it's out. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, you the know. funny thing is, I'll say two things. So, everyone that's in the truther community has been saying it's like what we've been it's saying all along. It's like the though. proof. But then the mainstream, and this was like what everyone knew was going to happen. The mainstream media is totally putting their spin on it as saying, mm-hmm oh, it's showing that the Russia probe was justified and the FBI was justified. And it's like, it's not. Yeah, they keep on repeating this quote there where it's like there was no physical or testimonial evidence. And they're like, oh, look, it's showing that it was, and it's, they're just totally putting their spin on it and lying, which is funny. But it's a big report. It's like 400 something pages. Like Like, it's heavy. Yeah. James Comey, uh, his name in it, is misspelled as corny for some reason. <laughs> it's misspelled, yeah, C-O-R-N-E-Y instead of C-O-M-E-Y. But it's a obvious, like, there's no way they would just misspell his name every Oops. single time as corny, unless they're intentionally doing it. But there's a Q, uh, Q back in March misspelled James Comey as James Corny back in March. Interesting. And then it's, and then it's in Look at those the report as corny's. And there's other stuff that goes along with that too. That's like a Q proof, so to speak. And so that's like a huge thing. Was that right one there. of them that's that Jordan shared? Jordan, that? yeah. I in his video he just that, released yeah. today, I, yeah. I literally listened to it on the drive to your house today. Uh, he was going over that, and like, there's like seven huge Q proofs just from from that report and from uh, something that like Trump said, and then like stuff that's happened just in the yeah, last couple well, days shit, it happens like every day anyway we just you know. yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. but like that's a huge one honestly yeah that is that is i think it just shows more proof to how q really is a a true operation yeah and it's not you know, a guy it's, it, it's not just a person that's definitely not there's a, a team of people that are working yeah, i've never had a it, feeling yeah. i've never had an inkling of a feeling that it was just one person no, no. Yeah. that'd be so much work who could do all that first oh, of yeah. all like yeah <laughs> who yeah. can no. handle all of that no you, you know well, like yeah. you have to be know. a genius and you have to be 10 places at once i mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got some some advanced tech that we haven't reached yet. Well, yeah, there you go. The looking glass. Uh Yeah, somehow the FBI and CIA and everything else haven't been able to find the guy or guys who are who are doing this hoax. What they claim it is like. You know, it's interesting though when I meet people and some of them it's like, "Oh, Q is a hoax and stuff." I'm like, "Well, honestly, if it is, it's still getting people to think." 
it's still yeah. making people question. So yeah. ultimately, like, I don't think there's really a bad spin on this. <laughs> in like, if it, I mean, if you think it's a hoax, but people are asking and researching because it's really, of it. yeah, it's really simple to me though. It's like if it was a hoax and it was just random guys doing this, they would have found a long time ago who it was. Oh yeah, and we know when people are trying to distract you from that truth and they're writing like smear articles and having a whole smear campaign against Q, maybe that's someplace you should be looking. Yeah, you know? Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. Why would they waste their time trying to debunk it if it wasn't anything? Yeah. yeah why would every mention that's, that's 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 conspiracy theory though? You know. Yeah. It, that's yeah. why Q even put all the tinfoil hat people say that. Q, yeah. Q itself even says like all for a LARP question mark like all this. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense unless it's they crazy. would have suicided if it just be one person. It'd be yeah. Or they, yeah. Exactly. It'd be a really easy job. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They would have shut down a long time ago. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. so I guess I lied. I guess we weren't wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's like half the time we say that, and then 20 minutes later, yeah. we're still um, No, that's the beauty of it, though. Yeah. Oh, what do you guys think? I'm just going to go just ma mainstream cliche here. What do you guys think about, like, actual, actually seeing some type of UFO disclosure mainstream, like, worldwide, like, to where the the mainstream media is actually going to acknowledge it. I don't think it's ever going to happen through the mainstream media, governments, until the deep state, because the deep state's the ones that have been blocking it this whole time, right? Sure, sure. And they're the ones controlling the mainstream media and government ultimately. So until they are fully out of control of everything, it's going to come from there. But I think it's going to start coming. It's been coming well, from but what I other think places. What I'm saying is, like, I still think it's going to come from them. But if it does, it's going to have a negative controlled. spin. I think it definitely will come out. But I think, like you said, it's a controlled narrative. It'll be like the partial disclosure where they'll say, oh, look, we found some really interesting artifacts in Antarctica. Use discernment. But ultimately, I think in our lifetime, we'll definitely see... I think disclosures already, there's been so much that's happened in the past few years that to me, it's already more than I could have ever imagined, you know? Yeah. And so I think in our lifetime, we'll definitely see a disclosure of, I think of alien. I don't think that's a big deal, but maybe just because we're in this community, you know, that I, we, we don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal, maybe to many other people. Because you saw like the mainstream caught on to the whole Area 51 thing, you know? Yeah that could be to distract them from all the other bases that actually have interesting artifacts, you know? Yeah. You know, but they, they are catching on to what people find interesting and captivating, you know? And I think um, what's going to happen first is the technology is going to start getting released. Yeah. And then our whole, cause really what needs to happen is our whole structure of everything needs to change. We need to get rid of gas, coal and oil completely. Get rid of all these structures that are not working for us and, they're going to bring out the technologies. We're going to clean up the planet because that needs to happen ASAP. Clean up the planet. Um, no more people starving to death on the planet. And, yeah, while athletes and, uh, are getting paid. No yeah, things. yeah. So, yeah. so no more struggling to survive and people starving needlessly because we've had the technology for a while for that. And free energy eventually. And, and basically, I think our whole society is going to undergo a transformation where we're going to become what we should have been a long time ago, then at some point we're going to start having open contact with ETs and, and that end of disclosure is going to happen, I think. But, but I you think mean kind of like out. open contact, like in, in a mass kind of thing versus like, cause right now some people are able to like 
Yeah. Well, yeah, because you can do that. Right and you now. can telepathically, you know what I mean? But yeah. as like a global phenomenon that, look, these are beings uh -huh. more astral than it is physical, right? So once the consciousness yeah. raises in, on a level that's, that's you. open to the opportunity, you know, which I think it's happening, then it can come into the physical more so. Yeah. You know, well, there's some that are having contact. Like, it's just, there's some it's just that are physical contact. and there's some that can phase in and out. Mm -hmm. And so like, we could be having open contact right now. It's just that we have this control that's still there. Because you look at the programming, um, like from movies and stuff, most of the alien programming is that they're here to kill us. Exactly, <laughs> you know, they're here exactly. to take us over. They, I mean, yeah, there's some darker entities out there, you know, and that's, that's something that, I mean, they're, they're already on this earth. You know, it's not really a surprise. Yeah. They're already here. That's what I was getting at as far as uh, like the negative uh, twist on it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like on the news a UFO wreck and then and then they like just totally say this is a threat. They were trying to mm -hmm. attack us. We shot them down. Yeah. Something... They'll just manipulate the story. Oh, yeah, that, I, that I could that, absolutely see. That's the deep state's control narrative is it's a threat there. You need to be afraid of it in the mm -hmm. whole fear agenda. Because it's like it's like what they've done with religion. Generally, a lot of religions exactly. are like God fearing, right? Fear the one Creator. Like really, yeah. you know. But but that's how it's kind of sent to the public, and that's what they can continue to push that narrative. If they stage a a mm -hmm. fake crash landing and like, oh, we took them, we killed them for you guys. They were gonna eat your brains or whatever crap they <laughs> yeah. want to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. create an imaginative story just so then you're like oh no it plants in your subconscious and then you're kind of scared of other entities you know yeah. but then you think like keeps us a low when, vibration also it keeps you at a low scared. vibration yeah and, and it's separates us from from ever wanting contact with them yeah well, but people have tried to have contact i don't i don't remember the exact year but there's this special like a uh, disc or something that they sent out into space it's like a sound record it's like a record that they sent out that's supposed to have different things about the human species and earth on it. I think it yeah, was yeah, set yeah. in like the seventies or something. I'm not yeah, exactly yeah. sure. Right. So sure. that was like their effort to be like, Hey, yeah. we're human, we're out here. Right. And then you see beings come on here, come out to earth and all this stuff. And then look what happens. They start taking them and researching on them and doing all these awful things and having really unique agreements, you know, that maybe are benevolent to some beings for their agenda, maybe not so great for the evolution of humanity, but it's it's really interesting to see what'll happen. Like I I do think that they're we're already having contact. It's just a matter of the collective realizing that mm -hmm. there's so much more than we've been. Doing. Well, there's ships flying around all the time for oh, one yeah. thing, and people yeah. and that's been happening more and more over the last just few years. Yeah, like, the sightings are just going through the roof. And right Air now. Force people can tell you all the time they've seen stuff. They just had to sign like non-disclosure yeah. agreements sure. to not talk about Absolutely. it. Yeah, you know. I just, uh, like, well, I, I walked outside today and a uh, stealth bomber was flying over my house. I couldn't believe it. It was pretty. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not a UFO, but I, I was telling him, it, you don't see it. At first, I'm so, you know, we hear TR3B black triangle. I look up and see a triangle in the sky. I was like, holy, like TR3B? You know? yeah. but, but just the, the fact, like, the flight pattern just ended up directly over my house. It, and it was so low and it was just cruising yeah, along so slow. It was the coolest. Mm. It just rumbled the whole area. Just oh yeah i can imagine they knew where you live yeah um, what do you guys think about um the idea of like multiple earths like you guys like, thought about that idea like yeah, like that like, there's more than one earth right like this is like yeah where we are is one right and that's why we notice and see well, different things because like, at a different frequency <laughs> do you mean dimensionally 
like or physically dimensionally yeah Yeah. but it in turn would be like almost a physical different reality right which is why like the one sasquatch is living in yeah yeah yeah. yeah, like like other densities i guess of earth right because if i think of like when i wasn't maybe as spiritually awake i saw things in a different reality through a different lens right and so my whole experience of life was entirely very different than what i have right now right and so i don't know to me i think it's a really interesting concept to think of that we have multiple earths right and depending on your own frequency is then the reality you experience because i would consider there's two different things there's densities or some dimensions some people use those two terms interchangeably i don't know if they're exactly the same or just very similar like i was i confused yeah i like density better because <laughs> it's a little bit I don't know. To me, it's more clarity there. I think, where it, could be, I think it could mean the same. It's yeah. just terminology, whatever. It's terminology, it but there's that. So there's the higher your vibration basically raises the, you know, goes fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And then yeah. there's, I would call like parallel realities almost are timelines. Mm. You could, I would use those two interchangeably where, um, and that's where like you see the Mandela effect happening right now. Yeah. And yeah. To me, that's because the timelines are converging right now because mm-hmm. um, we're coming up on this. Uh, nexus point of like the solar flash and yeah that whole yeah. thing where the timelines all converge but uh so and depending on your choices that you make and your vibration and everything else depends on like you're either going in a more of a positive direction or a negative and i have heard many people talk about there's like ultimately there's like smaller timelines but then there's like a main like negative timeline that some people are going to go down and then there's a positive one that leads to, to the ascension is that what you were talking about as far yeah, as? Yeah, something of that nature, but more like I want to relate it to the idea of seeing other craft and beings, right? Because I'm, what I was thinking about is if we're of a certain frequency and vibration, the collective collectively raises their vibration, right? I feel like being able to see craft and things like that won't be such a surprise. It'll become more like, it looks like when you see a cloud. Okay. Well, I just thought it was an interesting concept because you guys asked about if, if we'll be able to see it. And I think ultimately, if we can all raise our vibration as a collective, then I think we'll be seeing things. It's already there. Yeah. It's, it's already, already there. there. It's just it's a matter there. of us raising like a radio, just tuning ourselves to that. Now, you know? Are you, like, are your parents, are, are you guys contactees on any level? I, no. I am not. My, my mom has had some really weird experiences. Really? I mean, it yeah. just has, like, yeah, from because home. for them to be awake it to, and, you know. Yeah. I mean, their their journey, but they weren't awake their whole lives. Like their journey uh, probably started maybe like 2000, uh, maybe, I don't know. My, they've both been very open-minded for a long time. They grew up in a culture that was very, very Catholic, you know? And so uh, once they kind of got into their own, I want to say they've been awake for sure, maybe since like 2005 or six or something like that. Okay. Like, but I can't speak for them, you know, like I can just say from when I remember hearing unique stories, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, my mom has had some really interesting uh, experiences. She's really sensitive with energy. Um, so she can nice. feel and like have like premonition thoughts and like dreams and things like that. So she's very sensitive. Um, but my dad's also very just knowledgeable and like a really great researcher. Yeah. So they, they both have their own. I feel like everyone falls into their own path that they really enjoy. You know, and and so yeah, I mean they they they're a great pair. It's it's a good balance, you know. Very cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I I'm just, just doing my own research. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's all for you know. It wasn't it's not by accident. That's no, for sure. No. Yeah, Definitely. I just thought maybe they were or were contactees or experiencers because yeah. I mean, yeah. From what I know, my mom has had some interesting stories, especially from childhood, where it's really um, unique. Yeah. You know, so. 
yeah, if I had her permission, I could share it here, but I didn't ask her. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a phone a friend option. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you like to phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm on journey. Hey, time. I want to show. <laughs> could you tell I'm me? I'm win a million dollars. I need to. That's funny. Okay. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up then. Okay. Uh, uh, for real this you. time though. For real yeah, this time. For real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, so glad that you were able to and we're basically neighbors, you know, you're outbound. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, yeah. A couple hours. Yeah, hey, if you guys are ever out in Chicago area, come on by. Like we can do like a nice tour of the city. I've, yeah. I've been to Chicago multiple times. It's it's a yeah. big city. I, I, like I, it a lot. I we we should make that happen definitely. Yeah, we'll have to take a trip up there. It's only yeah. a couple hours. I mean, it's not four four, four hours, hours so. five hours depending on where you're at. That's yeah. really close. St. Louis yeah. is really close. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we're right oh, on the border wow. of Illinois, and you guys are just up there. Okay. The border, so. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to check it. You guys have the arch out there, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never us. been yep. to the arch. Have, <laughs> that's the one thing I want to see. And then if you guys know any cool like metaphysical like places or there is and there's, uh, a, few, there's yeah. a Cahokia Mounds is really close to here that's on the Illinois side yeah you know that is it's um no it's like an ancient well they they the mainstream says Native American but but it's it, actually anybody, who, anybody who remote views it is said it's a Mayan culture it, it was mm -hmm. just as big as like Chichen Itza or uh, go back go back to Tepe mm -hmm. um really yeah, yeah. so is yeah. there's there they call them mounds but you're they're, not allowed to excavate. You're not allowed to do anything. <laughs> they're basically pyramids. They're they're basically pyramids, they're basically and it's pyramids. massive. It covers I don't know how many miles. It's big. At yeah. one time there wow. was at one time there was fifty thousand people estimated to be living there, and uh, they have so many artifacts. You can go to the museum, but uh, people have like claimed that there's like essentially like giants buried in the uh, mounds, and mm -hmm. and people have like proven this in their own ways, but not. You know, not, physically, like have scientifically, yeah, scientifically. yeah, exactly. Um, but there's a lot going on there, and that's about 25 minutes away from us. So that, that sounds amazing. Cool. That sounds cool. really cool. I've never. What is it called again? You said they're called mounds. Cahokia mounds. Yeah, it's in Cahokia mounds. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll have to look into that. That is incredible. It would be cool if you guys do an episode out there or something, just like okay, yeah, guys, yeah we should do that. like a local guide or something. They actually had. They actually have their own mini. Uh, it's not a Stonehenge. They call it Woodhenge, but it's the same thing. They they think it was like some type of sundial that aligned mm. with the planet mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, and it was. Well, I believe it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the ancient cultures use sundials and things of that nature. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow, that's really cool. I don't know anything like that uh, in Chicago, but but we got some other things we could check out. You know. Yeah. It would take for take a while to walk around. It's, it's a lot of. A lot of acres. I don't know the actual acreage, but I don't either. I know it's, it's big, like protected yeah. ground, though. Like no one can. You cannot do anything. You can excavate. It's a tourist site only now. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what like the remote viewers saw, what they found in there. Yeah, I've, I've heard cool. from a number of different people that giant skeletons buried in you know under the. Wow. Under those I've heard, and yeah, then they don't want to excavate. Why? <laughs> yeah. Because well, and even in the yeah. even in the cosmic secret, I think, or where did I just see? Like Native Americans were like known for hunting these giants. Like they were the giants. Yeah, yeah. Giants were still around during during the mind like during that time, but they weren't as intelligent as the normal humans. Yeah. So they would actually hunt them and take them out because they were a threat. Yeah. And so that that would make sense why there would be some buried there. And then the I know in like the 1800s and even like early 1900s, I think they were they were finding these giant skeletons all over the planet. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then like at a certain point they were like started covering up all the old papers and evidence of everything and yeah they and just they would come and take the bones and put them in yeah mm-hmm. wherever <laughs> the, wherever they hide them i mean yeah, who knows what them. they do who knows where they put these things it ruins like, the narrative you know anything that ruins their narrative they they cover up basically yeah. so i'm but, just, um, i'm getting ready to laugh just because I said we're gonna wrap it up. Again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like part three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a never-ending podcast. <laughs> we, we should do that. We just say we're like, hey, we're gonna wrap it up, like, yeah, throughout every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just for no reason, just, for just no as reason. a filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because it's funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll definitely have to connect. We'll definitely uh, do this again. We can. Make, no, this is a lot of fun. We should do it in exactly. person. I don't know, whatever. No, it's true. You guys are so close by. It, it, I really do appreciate coming onto the show. Thank you so much for Thank for you. having me and letting me share my story. And this is just, it's great to connect with like minds, you know, so sure. thank sure. you. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you for thank doing you so this. Much. And yes. everybody, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check her out. 90 uh, Degree Turns. Cosmic Table Talks, Ruby Alliance. Yes. Check out that YouTube channel also. iTunes, Spotify by the first soon. year. Soon, coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, okay, awesome. Well, thank you again and have a good night. Good night, everybody's listening. All right, see you. Thank you guys. Bye. Good night. Bye. See you. <laughs>